0: You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up in War Eagle, War Report family? It's your guy, Ike Jones. We are back with another morning drop. Today, we're talking about the rush offense for Auburn and how it has been a strength so far this season. Let's talk about a little bit, getting into the numbers, another Metrics Monday. Y'all know how we do right here, War Report style. Let's drop it on. Morning drop. It is Monday, October the 2nd. Ike Jones in here with y'all talking a little bit more. Auburn football during the bye week, uh, coming off of a tough loss to Georgia. A lot of things to talk about so far through these first five weeks of the season, Um, but today we're going to be talking about the rush offense for Auburn and how it has been really a strength for this team so far. But you guys know you need to be doing the necessary. Go ahead and share this video with somebody. Get some more folks involved in the conversation. I know it is kind of bittersweet to get in here and talk a little Auburn football right now but it is time to go ahead and figure out what are the things that we need to do better so let's get into the conversation and talk about this rush offense man a bright spot here if you are out there in the world of podcasts listening to this go ahead and give us a five star review on whatever podcast app you choose to listen to uh, and and that helps us out a lot and share the podcast with some other people so we can get those podcast numbers cranking up over there so please do that over there for our podcast list uh but let's dive into the conversation a little bit more about the run game for auburn it's been good uh and i think i i can say that definitively when you look at the numbers of what we have again today we want to talk about the metrics and what do the metrics actually say about auburn auburn is currently ranked as the number one rush offense in the conference right so of all teams in the sec auburn has the number one rushing yards per carry, which is 4.77, 197 average yards per game. Uh, That's nothing to sneeze at. When you think about that, you're actually talking about Auburn going against some of the better rush defenses in the country so far in the Power Five. All of the defenses that Auburn has faced in rush defenses are ranked in the top fifty. Right, We're talking about Cal, who's ranked in the top 20 in rush defense in the country. Georgia and Texas A&M both ranked in the top 50. Both of those top three in the conference uh, in rush defense. Uh, I think top four, maybe. I I think we've got uh, Georgia, Texas A&M, Bama. Maybe Kentucky is up there, but I have to go back and look at those numbers on the rush defenses. But still, you're talking about rush defenses that are ranked at least in the top 50 in the country. So you're not going against poor rush defenses and you're still averaging good yardage on the game, almost half of a first down 4.77 yards per carry. And that's even factoring in um, if we take out the quarterback rush, right? Like, and we just talk about what the running backs are producing. You're still producing almost 4.7 yards per carry with just your running back productivity. So you have a prolific rush defense and you're generating a good amount of yardage with your run game right now. Is it time for Auburn to lean into the fact that we're a running team still, right? Even under Coach Hugh Freeze, the identity of the Auburn team has all. This is RBU, despite what uh, our friends over at USC want to say. I haven't seen him in the comment section so much recently, but despite what the, our friends at USA, US uh, uh, University of Southern Cal want to say, Auburn has been running back university. We still have prolific running backs, and we still have a prolific rush attack. Is it time for Auburn to just lean into that identity? That's something that uh, the offensive coordinator, Philip Montgomery, has been prolific at doing, is producing very good rush offenses. And Auburn has still been prolific in that. Jarquez Hunter, 4.2 yards per carry. Brian Battee averaging 5.2 yards per carry. Damari Austin averaging 5.1 yards per carry. Auburn is still prolific at running the football do we need to lean heavily towards that in again where I'm not even factoring in the quarterback rush if we put that back into the equation and the fact that our quarterbacks Peyton Thorne done a good job in this uh, has done a good job in this last game versus Georgia rushing the football Robbie Ashford we know what he can do as a running quarterback does Auburn need to lean into that as its identity offensively Uh, I am still congested. I apologize for that. I've been under the weather for about a week now. I'm trying to get over it. But hey, we got to still come in here and do what we got to do. I got a job to do. This is still my job. Y'all show up to work sick. Well, I don't know. Some of y'all might not show up to work sick. I show up to work sick. I got to do what I got to do. When you dive further into the numbers, though, you see, again, it's impressive what Auburn has been able to do because of it's been good against Relative to the competition, it's still been good. Um, When you look at the numbers from Pro Football Focus, of the three power five contests that Auburn has had thus far this season, Auburn has forced that other team's lowest score in rush defense and uh, for all of those except for, I believe, Georgia. Other than Georgia, Texas A&M and Cal, when you look at their rating against the run, they were the lowest rated run defense games for that team when they faced Auburn. Right. So they've done well against the run, but somehow against Auburn, they're not able to do it as well for every team. That's how Auburn has been able to produce against the run. We have given each of those teams the highest rush total that they've surrendered on the season. All of the teams that Auburn has faced, the most run yardage that they've surrendered on this season so far in any single game has been against the Auburn Tigers. Auburn is a running team that has been able to produce rush yards against whomever it's been. It doesn't matter what the opponent has been thus far. Auburn's been able to outrush every other team against that team. Auburn needs to lean into this rush yardage, man. They need to make sure that they understand their identity though. Such We've talked about identity a lot with this Auburn team. What's the identity of this team? Who is Auburn? Auburn's a run team, man. We need to be able to lean into the fact that we have dynamic running backs, a stable of backs that can go out there and hurt defenses in a multiplicity of ways and just listen, man. We're we're gonna be a run first team right now. Not to say that we need to go, you know, triple option and turn into a, a naval academy or anything like that. But I am saying that we need to just figure out. Like we we keep hearing balance, and let's throw the ball. And we got listen, man. Run the ball. I mean, I'm gonna sound like my boy Funny Man for a second. Run the ball. Line up. And run the football. It, it seems as if this offensive line is more geared to be able to run the ball well. Let's establish ourselves as a run team and go out there and stop trying to pretend as if the the pass offense is fixable at this point in time. Maybe it's not something that can be fixed right now. Not to say again, not to say that we can't throw the football. But the identity of this team might need to just be line up and go knock some heads and go out there and really lean into this run game. Be more creative in ways that we're going to be able to get those running backs the ball in both the past game. Now, listen, Jarquez Hunter had a big drop in this last game. I understand that. Brian Petit has been a good uh, uh, guy out of the backfield catching the football. Demario Austin Hurt hadn't really had an opportunity to show that. Maybe we need to get into the running back screen game a little bit more. Auburn needs to lean into this talented – shout out to Cadillac, man. Shout out to Coach Caddy for continuing to produce prolific running backs at Auburn since he's been here. I think that Auburn needs to just understand the strength of this team is not its balance. The strength of this team is not its ability to be exotic and, and run the dang football, man. It, the numbers show that we're we're good at it. The numbers show we're good at it, even relative to the competition. It's time for Auburn to figure out how to be dynamic in in running the football, man, and lean into that a little bit more. I, I don't. I, I think the the attempt at forcing balance has made Auburn a little bit stagnant on offense. We're trying to force balance when it's not there for- force teams to stack the box on you. Georgia, Georgian was being stubborn. They were like, we're not going to stack the box. We're going to bring six and you guys are just going to have to make teams figure out how to st-. Texas A&M was trying to stack the box. It still didn't work. Maybe Auburn just needs to lean into the run and, and figure out how to utilize that run a little bit better to, 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 to get that pass offense good going again, the numbers bear it out Again, The highest rush total for any uh, team, Auburn's produced it against all of these power five opponents. Second lowest rate or the lowest rating and the second lowest rating, uh, according to pro football focus against the run, has been when you you face the Auburn Tigers. 4.77 yards per carry on on the year, almost 200 yards per game, 197. Each of your running backs averaging over four yards per carry with DB and um, Brian Batty averaging over five yards per carry lean into this rush offense and figure out different ways that we can run the football. And I think Auburn will find a way to at least get a punch that you can counter punch off of. The run offense is going to be that, in my opinion, according to the numbers, that's what we need to be able to do. But I want to hear what you guys are talking about. I always want to get you all involved in the conversation. So we're going to go over here to the comment section. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. drop. Now it's time to get over into the comment section, see what you all are talking about this morning. Again, I appreciate you all dropping in with us every morning right here. Um, let's see what you all are buzzing about. Super chat right here from Hunter Hannah and said, receivers drop six passes, easy fix. Um, I'm. Listen, the receivers dropping passes is not, The easy fix. I mean, yes, catch the ball, easy fix. Right. But I think it's a little more nuanced than that. We definitely need to find an identity. And I think it is running the ball. uh, And that solves a lot of problems. You just run the ball a little bit more. Jordan Boyson says, if we aren't even going to attempt to throw, Robbie needs to be playing. But I think a QB change is coming after the bye week. Uh, We'll see. Coach Freeze did hint that he was going to evaluate a lot of things after the bye week. Uh, I do agree that Robbie Ashford is the more dynamic runner, but I think that we need to figure out what the pass offense looks like off of that run and whether or not. Uh, It's going to require some things. If we're going to lean into the QB run, I'll say this. Handing the ball off, any of the quarterbacks can do that. If we're going to lean into the QB run, you absolutely do need to start Robbie Ashford, in my opinion, because he's the more dynamic runner. Uh, Let's see here. If we're leaning into the running game, then we need to give the keys to number nine. Again, if the quarterback run is going to be a prolific part of the offense, then I agree with this. and, And again, I'm looking at the numbers here. Peyton Thorne's been the one that's been the quarterback for the vast majority of the snaps where we're talking about the running backs getting a lot of runs. So you can run the ball and not have Robbie Ashford as the quarterback. I just think that the rush needs to be more of a feature in what we're doing in our offense based upon how we're able to uh, block in the run game. And, you know, we haven't been great in pass protection. So, uh, you know, let's figure out how to run the ball a little bit more. Michael Carlisle says can't protect very well, can't pick up blitzes, but they can plow down, plow the field for the run. Listen, the offensive line's just been better at run blocking than they have at pass blocking. Um, so I think you, you got to lean into your strengths at this point in time and just determine how are we going to bolster this run game and what do we need to do to work the pass game off of that rush. Uh, Bankroll Block A said we could easily run for 300 versus LSU after seeing Ole Miss do it. Ole Miss was able to, listen, we, again, we faced some of the toughest run defenses in the country already this season. Bama has had a good rush defense so far this year. So we do have another tough one in that one. Uh, But Mississippi state's not been great against the run. LSU has not, LSU has been porous against the run. Ole Miss has not been great against the run. Arkansas has been up and down against the run. We've got four teams left on our schedule here in conference that we can be prolific against running the football against them. So it's time for us to just say, Hey, man, let's go and, and bludgeon some teams and figure out how to just force our will on some guys and maybe that will get some moxie into that offensive unit and realize we can impose our will in the run game on some people. C.M. Pat says, what's great is that we're doing it while being predict- predictable. 15 to 20 uh, completions added per game were probably unstoppable. And this is kind of what I'm saying. It's not as if teams are scared of our passing attack and we're still tops in the conference at running and still putting up more rush yards against all of these defenses. And they know it's coming, right? So why not go ahead and lean into it? You know, if you know it's coming and you still haven't been able to stop it, then what do you do? What, what would happen if you lean into it even more? Uh, So I think that it's, listen, I mean, I I think that it's a possibility that we could do that. Devin 21 says I'm feeling better about that LSU game after the performance on Saturday, but if they lose to Missouri on Saturday, it could be a dangerous in Death Valley hoping it's a morning game. Not sure what the um, game time is going to be. I haven't looked that up uh, for LSU, but uh, listen, I, I think that we have a chance against LSU because LSU's defense has been porous unless they, you know, figure some stuff out in the next week. um, Then they've, they're going to be coming into that game and we're going to be hopefully getting a little bit healthier. The thing that you got to worry about with LSU is they are prolific offense and they can put up points. You know, they put up, you know, despite giving up 50, whatever, 52, whatever points it was to Ole Miss, they still scored almost 50 themselves. They can score the football. We've got a great defense. If we can hold them down defensively and we can really lean into being able to run the ball, I think that we've got an opportunity to go out there and put up some points against LSU. Hunter Hanna jumps back in and says, I agree about the run, but Thorne's balls were on the money. He had some good – uh attempts in this previous game he still has some things that he's got to work on but I think that Peyton Thorne took some steps forward in this game uh to be able to show enough here's the thing I don't need Peyton Thorne to be a hero out there I think he needs to do enough and I do think that he did enough in this last game for us to come out of there with a win I, I've said this over and over again if you're a player, you want to eliminate yourself from being the reason why Auburn, like don't, don't let anybody be able to point a finger at you. And unfortunately, the drops from the wide receivers uh, in this previous game allowed people to turn and say, oh, it's the wide receivers, right? Eliminate yourself from the conversation. Um, Peyton Thorne, I th- I don't think he eliminated himself from the conversation, but again, I don't think that conversation should begin with Peyton Thorne as to why Auburn was unable to come away with the victory against Georgia. So you know, listen, Peyton Thorne, I appreciate him uh, for stepping up and, and continuing to elevate his game. Hopefully that is a trajectory move, right? We're seeing him move in the right trajectory, uh, pointing up. I appreciate once again you guys dropping in with us a lot of well wishes for me. I am battling my way back. I'm, I'm, I'm much better than I was this time last week, so uh, I appreciate it very much. Uh, Corey Weber says still need balance against the good teams in this league. Corey, we played some of the best defenses in this league and it didn't require balance. Now we didn't win those football games. I don't think a lack of balance was the reason for it. You need to be, I think, leaning more into what your strengths are. And look, if you're running the ball, well, continue to run it. You do need to be able to throw the football and our inability to throw the football has been a, what again has been a stagnation for the offense. But I do think that, Auburn needs to just lean into the strength of the team and just figure out, hey, man, we're a rushing football team. And how do we counterpunch off of that run a little bit better? Uh, TK says spot on. Ike, we aren't going to be good slinging it all over the yard. Haven't shown the proficiency to be able to do that yet. I think I do think the short passing game needs to get better. Like, I just don't think that we've committed to running the ball, short passing, right, uh, as much as we need to get the ball out of the quarterback's hand as a an extension of the run, right? Uh, so you you can you can have a pass offense that doesn't require pushing the ball down the field. I think pushing the ball down the field becomes easier if teams are just going to start committing safeties, linebackers are going to start cheating up even more, force teams to say, okay, we got to figure out how to stop this run and commit more guys to the box. And then you'll maybe be able to open up some of that quick passes, quick hitters where, you know, they're bringing guys from the the, the secondary and you have the opportunity for those uh, wide receivers in space a little bit more. Um, I, again, it's just one man's opinion. That's all just just showing getting numbers and telling you what I think that those numbers say. Uh, let's see. James Barnett says I can the second half of the season be close to 2013, where we ran the ball on, uh, on everyone left. I think it could be. I think it potentially could be because, again, you look at the rush defenses of the teams that we have left on the schedule. Auburn has the ability to be able to run on those teams because everybody else has. Again, Cal, UGA, Texas A&M, all top 50 rush defenses in the country, Auburn posted, gave them the most rushing yards that they've surrendered for any of the first games that they've had so far this season, Auburn was the highest running team against them every time. So if we're looking at the rush defense we have left on our schedule uh, outside of Alabama, we're looking at teams that are outside the top 50. Auburn should be able to run the football on those teams as well. Now they're going to come in and they're going to say, we're going to stop the run, right? We're going to stop the run against Auburn. They're a run team. We're going to stop the run against them. So you need to be able to counter off of that. But I do think that, I don't think that after you've given up 150 yards in the game so far to Ole Miss, did LSU say, ah, we're just not going to stop the run? No, they said, okay, we got to go stop the run. They still couldn't do it though. Right? So just coming in, making up your mind, you're going to stop the run. Doesn't mean that you're going to be able to be better at it. Especially again, since Auburn hasn't shown the ability to throw the football a lot. Auburn has not threatened anybody in the past game and still no one's been able to stop them in the run game. So, I don't know I, – I, I get everybody feeling it, and I'm not even reading the comment section. I'm just no, – I know how people feel about hearing you. People say that, and you say to yourself, oh, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's worked. It shouldn't work, but it's worked. So why not lean into it more? I don't know. Uh, John Brandon says, with our defense, that's all you need. Keep the offense simple and hammer on execution. I do think that that is – I mean listen run the ball play good defense you can win a lot of games run the ball well and play good defense that's been a recipe for a lot of teams for a lot of years in winning a lot of football games control the clock get the other defense tired and 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 gasping for air i want to see up tempo run offense this is what i heard about that our defense struggled against in the spring and in the fall, was when we went tempo and we were running, the defenses weren't – that our own defense, who's been good this year, was not able to stop our rushing attack when we went tempo when we ran the ball because they were tired. I want to see that start to produce itself in this season. I still haven't seen that tempo offense. I haven't seen us go and really push the pace on defenses and wear them out, and I think we can do that with the run game, with the stable of backs that we have. Uh, Haley jumps in and says, just do what we did at the end of last year. I think that there's a recipe for success in that. Now, if we're going to do that again, I think that Robbie Ashford needs to be the guy at quarterback. But this is not me. So I, don't, I haven't even read the comment section, and I can hear people right now rolling their eyes saying, this is me advocating for Robbie as the starting quarterback. It's not, actually. It's me advocating that it doesn't really matter who the starting quarterback is we've produced these yards with Peyton Thorne taking the vast majority of snaps. I'm saying Auburn needs to turn around and hand the ball off. I don't really care who the quarterback is, hand the ball off, get the ball to the running backs in a variety of ways. I don't really care who the starting quarterback is. If you want to run with the quarterback, I think your best option is Robbie Ashford. However, I don't care if you start holding Gurner. run the dang football. Let the running backs be the guys that are carrying the load because they've shown the ability to be able to do that. This offensive line has shown the ability. I saw a statistic the other day. This was prior to the Georgia game. I don't know if it still holds true, but Auburn was somewhere in the top 10 in the country at producing yards before contact, meaning the offensive line producing yardage before a running back even gets touched. This offensive line has been good in run blocking. And this is, again, this ain't got nothing to do with me wanting a running quarterback. This has. This is me saying those three guys that are right there, hopefully Damari De- uh, is going to be healthy and able to get back in here and produce very soon for this team. Those three guys are prolific. Get them touches. Get them out there figuring out how to get the ball in their hands more often. That's what I'm saying uh, if, if anybody's misconstruing what the message is from this. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have a lot of comments in here from you guys let's get some new folks in here tj powell says in auburn's best years we've been able to run the ball effectively that's just our identity identity and has been for years it's going to take a couple of recruiting cycles to change that under freeze i agree with this tj i don't think that auburn is ready to be a passing team yet i don't think we're quite there yet Uh, and uh, I'll say this again, I don't think it has anything to do with uh, not having enough talent. I just think that we need more time for us to be able to put that together in a prolific way. Maybe during the bye week, we'll figure something out. I don't think that we have done enough in the short passing game though. I think that we need to be able to get that short passing game together, get the quarterback, some easier throws and let's figure out how to, you know, get the ball out of his hands more quickly. I think we're 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 trying to go downfield too much and it's not really it's not because we're doing some heavy play action and leaning into it. it's it's you know we, it's all out of the shotgun RPO stuff and we're, we're we're giving the run fake right there. but I think we need to go heavy play action, right like we did um there was a play in this last game versus Georgia didn't love the call we'll talk about it when we get into the film but Robbie was in the game and it was a stretch run to um like a zone stretch out of the shotgun where he turns and and, and he, he gets a long handoff to I think Brian Batee was the runner at the time it was a third and short play i didn't love the call Uh, Because I thought that it should have been number one been an RPO or a read option look for Robbie when he was in the game because his legs are dangerous. I don't think that there's any utility in just giving a straight up handoff look to him. But that's the type of play that you can go heavy run action on or play action on where it's a it definitely looks like a run we're running the stretch and then you get a bootleg um, reverse pivot out from the quarterback. Those are the types of things I'd like to see, even from a shotgun team where you give a heavy run action and then you get some sort of play action off of that. Uh, but again, we'll get into the film a little bit more and we'll talk more about some of the things that I've seen in that regard. Uh, but again, this is me advocating for handing the ball off to a dynamic stable of running backs more than anything else. Uh, Jared Reynolds says, if we're leaning into the run, we need to use Robbie Ashford, another person advocating for that. The running quarterback Thorne does not need to be running a draw up the middle. Okay. Here, here's, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm okay with Thorne running the RPO stuff because that's a read, right? And especially if you've got, you know, a triple option of that, um, that run fake, the quarterback keep or the throw on that. I don't really love the QB draw with Peyton Thorne. Um, I think that that's going to have limited success, um, on the QB draw i don't really i, I do not love that call for Peyton thorn as the quarterback so i do think we need to get away from that as an option um there might be some obvious looks where you motion a back out of the backfield and then you have the QB draw drawn up in those scenarios i do think that they're still going to be spying Peyton thorn in those situations it just kind of depends there may be a look that will say that i just think that that needs to really be a the defense is giving you a particular look and you're in third and short type. of. I don't know, man, but I'm not a fan of that one with Peyton Thorne. But hey, listen, I don't get paid the money to make those calls. So Michael Carlisle jumps back in and says, I have a lot of faith in this coaching staff. They've got the eye <coughs> with this season intact. They got to... Oh, got to the bye with the season intact. Uh, They know what we have in the game situations. Now we have two weeks to adjust. Yep, we do have some time to adjust, and hopefully we come out of this bye week with the adjustments. Coach Hugh Freeze said in his last press conference that he looks at it kind of like, uh, one half of the season, second half of the season. So going into the bye week, that was one half. We'll get into the bye week, evaluate what changes need to be happening. And hopefully we see some prolific changes out of this offense coming out of the bye week. Hopefully we get some guys healthy coming out of that bye week and we'll be able to come back out here and look like a different thing team. Juice Heist says we should have continued Caddy's game plan from the end of last season, just utilize Robbie effectively. Uh, he still was able to produce passing yards with a, I think he meant hurt shoulder here. Uh, yeah, um, he was able to produce. Listen, again, I, I honestly, and, and I could not mean this anymore, do not care who the starting quarterback is for this scenario that I'm talking about. If the quarterback run is going to be a prolific part of your offense, then I believe Robbie Ashford is the best person to do that. But I don't think that running the ball effectively for Auburn, the recipe for that has been just Robbie Ashford as the quarterback. You can do that with any of these quarterbacks that you have. I just think that Auburn needs to lean into it a little bit better. This is a good question or a good thing here. CM Pat says, need the tight end to block better. I actually think that, you know, the tight end has been a a problem for Auburn in the run blocking, really pass blocking as well. Um, I think they need to figure that out. If we're going to be a, a heavy run team, then we need to figure out how we're going to get the dynamic run blocking tight ends out there on the field. And can those guys be pass catchers as well? Um, or figure out a different way to utilize those tight ends rather than putting them in in blocking scenarios. So there are some things that I think we need to change up with how we utilize our tight ends in this offense so we can lean into the strengths of those people. And the wide receivers have not been great at blocking as well. I think we would have – if our wide receivers and tight ends were better at blocking, then our rushing yards would look even better because some of the the outside runs – would get more yardage. And some of the stuff that we're doing off tackle would be a little bit better. Even our quarterback runs would look a little bit better if we had better blocking from those periphery uh, folks out there. So there is some work that we need to do in our run blocking. We could be completely dangerous if we had better blocking tight ends and, and, and wide receivers right now. All right. I'm going to get out of here. I appreciate you guys dropping in with me today. I will be back with some film review for you guys at some point this week. uh, But I do have to kind of put myself on a little bit of vocal rest. I apologize. Um, That's the reason you guys didn't get uh, any Georgia pre-film at the end of last week. So I am on a little bit of vocal rest. So I'll try to be back at you guys with a film review at some point this week. Uh, um, It's a bye week, so I've got some more days to try to figure out how to get that in for y'all. We'll be back at you guys with another morning drop tomorrow. Make sure you like the video before you get out of here. Subscribe to the channel. If you're out there in podcast land, make sure you give us that five-star review. Um, As always, we appreciate you dropping in with us. Until the next time, and as always, War Eagle, peace. Drop! Drop!